0: Welcome in to another week of the Rice Dynasty podcast. We are heading into week nine. Last week in fantasy football, I went 0-3 across my leagues. And I'll tell you what, John, you know how much I cared?
1: How much, Michael? How much?
0: Absolutely zero. Because (laughs) I got to witness Kenneth Walker III, a future player on my Dynasty team, absolutely destroy arch-rival the Michigan Wolverines with a ton of cotton candy yards. This man was throwing cotton candy all over the field. For those who don't get that, uh, a U of M reporter the week before the game stated in one of his podcasts that Kenneth Walker III had a ton of cotton candy yards based on his opponent. Well, he just put up 200 cotton candy yards against the number two defense in the nation. Thanks, Charlie. Just wanted to get that out there. Sorry you had to listen to that.
1: Charlie just skips to when we talk about him anyways. He probably skipped that part. Well,
0: Charlie, Charlie, I'm talking about you right now. You and your... You and that university man, oh, gosh, switching quarterbacks. This kid's thrown for 400 yards. Now nah, let's take him out in the fourth quarter. Let's bring in the freshman so we can fumble the ball.
1: You know, I, I really think Jim Harbaugh deserves that job. He should stay there for a while, Michael. I think he's he's their guy. He's their guy.
0: That was a fantastic call, by the way. Let's bring in the freshman.
1: Bring in the freshman. <laughs> Seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. We're up by three. Let's
0: put him in. Let's see how let's it forward. goes. It's, I, they I won't expect it.
1: it they won't expect it right
0: no you uh, just need to experiment a little bit that's the time <laughs> to experiment
1: right yeah of course that's that's when harbaugh experiments against us he loves it
0: yeah just just had to experiment and then uh <laughs> you know what he did this week um he came on to 97.1 which is the local station in detroit and they asked him a question like hey what was the turning point in the game and you know what what could you have done differently to prevent this he goes "Yep, you know what the biggest thing was um, The calls, the calls were the big turning point. And I'm sitting there like, man, they just asked you, what could you have done better? And you just blamed somebody else.
1: (laughs) The calls, dude.
0: the calls. (laughs) What the hell?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Winners win. Losers make excuses and blame other people.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree.
0: All right. Well, I got that out of my system.
1: Good, good. John,
0: this was a sad week in fantasy football.
1: Yeah, uh, was for it? me, as I yeah, hit my third
0: straight loss.
1: <laughs> yeah, the week ended kind of sad for me, but it was after the games, really. That was sad. Not, not really the game itself. The game was the games were good for me. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, no, you put up a good game. You Crushed <laughs> Nick, who's not a very good team, but you did yeah. well. You did enough to get a win, and um, unfortunately, I was the. Well, I was the third highest scoring team in the league and uh I lost. So that sucked. But here I am with three straight losses at 5 and 3 now. And uh you have lost Derek Henry for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, which will I guess we'll get more to when we when we power rank me, but yeah, definitely a sad loss to lose the face of my franchise as he is nicknamed. Um yeah. definitely sad
0: he is the face of your franchise he he brought you he brought you a championship i
1: mean Mm
0: -hmm. that's all you need
1: i had faith in him i traded for this man i had faith that he was the next big thing and i got him
0: you got him uh you in that zeke trade that famous zeke trade in the league history we haven't had any big trades in this league yet this year no big one i mean yes tom has made some big deals with chris and kind of tanked his team out but no, like, mid-season big trade. Like, yeah. we had the Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, and, you know, A.J. Brown trade last year. That was a big one. We haven't had anything like that so far this year. We'll see if yeah. we do. We're coming up no, on we, the trade deadline, right?
1: Uh, it should be pretty soon. Uh, um, let me check the settings again. Maybe week 10 or 11. Maybe it's – I think it's usually week 10, but maybe it's 11 now. Uh, week Because we have 10.
0: 17 weeks. Week 10. So, next yeah. week.
1: Yeah. So – um trades are coming up trade was done uh this week but it definitely included no big names like zeke or jonathan taylor or anything like that it was
0: a big trade it was a big trade i mean um you know they had uh you, you had hollywood brown in there which i think was a big player um looking back on this trade um patterson is a big player for this year obviously uh, and then you move some future assets. Uh, overall, with this trade, I thought Alex could have gotten more. Uh, I guess it depends how you value things. I offered him my first and Miles Sanders for this exact deal. Um, but he turned it down. And I, I don't know if that's better than... You know, I, I think that's better than a 2022 first and two seconds, personally. But um, I guess it's close. What do you think, John?
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty close, actually. Pretty even, maybe. I don't know. I don't have much faith in Miles Sanders, but I do know people who have more faith in him going forward. I'm kind of I'm kind of low on him. Uh, but I think it could go either way. We'll see how it plays out, right? None of us really know. No, um, we don't. I, it, and,
0: yeah, I agree. I think it's close. Two seconds, uh, Miles Sanders. That could go either way right now.
1: Yeah. That's fine. We don't know how good this draft class is going to be. Um, anything like that, where people, where those players have landed. So, yeah, we'll find out eventually. But as of right now, I think it's pretty even, whatever he wants more. Um, if he's more excited for picks, then I guess he is more excited for picks.
0: Yeah, uh, what I know about this draft class is that we have about four good running backs. It's going to be a deeper running back class than last year, based on what I've seen so far. And then the wide receiver class its really good. It's not as top heavy. You don't have a Jamar Chase or a Devontae Smith in this class where they're clear cut kind of above some of the rest. But you do have a really deep class. Um, Ohio State's got a couple guys. Arkansas is a really good guy. Anyway, we don't have to dive into that just yet. But This is going to be a good class. It's going to be a better running back class. I think it's going to be better than last year's class um, in terms of depth uh, because I think last year's class had a clear top three or four, and then from there it got hazy. This year's class is going to be more like the year before where even the 10 pick has a lot of value. Um, So these picks are really good for Alex. He does need to build his team with these young players. Patterson is obviously somebody that he needed to sell, so that was a really good call. And then Hollywood Brown, he's playing a gamble because Hollywood Brown is kind of a gamble player. He's a guy that at least before this year, wasn't seeing a lot of target volume and was pretty touchdown dependent. He's been better this year, but we're going to see what happens now that Rashad Bateman, a first round receiver comes back.
1: Yeah. it's definitely interesting. I, I, It's as sad as it is to say and as sad as I am that Alex like kind of won't be competing as much as he was in the weeks prior to this. Like, I I do think this is the right move for him at this time Um, around the trade deadline. If not, yeah, this week, if not, like in a couple weeks when the trade deadline happens or whatever. Like, yeah, it was time to move Patterson for sure. I think Brown, maybe you try to move him now for sure. He was deciding between either Brown or Pittman. And I think I do agree with Brown over Pittman I think he has the better chance of not of this being kind of fluky and him getting overtaken whereas I do think Pittman could for sure be the Colts like wide receiver going forward so um I think keeping Pittman's good there so yeah I think I I like this move for Alex as sad as it is um that he won't be competing I mean he had a better he had a much better year than we thought he would with Patterson and Brown doing so well so
0: Yeah, and then on Anthony's side of it, since he's not here to talk about it, I'll I'll talk about his angle. So he got rid of Troutman, which is a little bit of tight end depth, but obviously he's got pits. Gave up a couple second-round picks. Got Sermon, which is great insurance behind Elijah Mitchell. And then Brandon Cooks, which gives him a little more depth at the wide receiver position, something he definitely needs with the inconsistencies of Tyler Lockett without uh, Russell Wilson. So that'll help him out for the short term. Cooks, I think, is more valuable in dynasty than he is for this year because i truly believe he will be off the texans next year and he'll find a better situation right now he is relevant simply because of target volume the quarterback situation is terrible awful.
1: but <laughs>
0: yeah it, it's awful it's a bit still doing
1: pretty good so doesn't even matter he's still
0: doing fine he's a very talented receiver i've had him on my team i like the guy so um for yeah. each side, I think this did make some sense. I wish Alex would have gotten slightly more, but I get it. So, uh, nice trade, nice trade, yeah. very interesting deal. Yeah. I liked the uh, three-way trades. Big fan of those.
1: Yeah, I I, I liked it too. I mean, I, I Anthony was trying to get cooks for me, and I was and I was like, oh, I'm texting Alex about getting Brown right now because he put him on the trade block, and I was like, okay, let's let's just like make this a three-way, and then uh, we did. But, yeah, I also Classic like the straight three-way between brothers. I thought I would have better depth this year and now that Henry got injured. I, I didn't I didn't like – um God, who, who did I put in my starting lineup? I think I had to put Cooks in this week, and I didn't like it because last time I put Cooks in, he scored me five, and I was sad, um, even though he's pretty consistent. I, I was like, I, I just want to get some more depth here Some people are not panning out like Galladay, and, and A.J. Green's not consistent enough. So I'm, I, I'm glad I got some more depth
0: yeah, Galladay is. Yeah, he's I mean optimistic. we don't have to get into it, but <laughs> he's I he's trash. I'm not optimistic about Kenny Galladay's future in New York. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it looks like I'm... even Tony's a little more relevant than him. But anyway,
1: yeah. Yeah, let's power Give rank them.
0: Let's get to it. Yeah, so um, I'm going to start at ten. I-, I didn't change my bottom very much because I think the bottom has stayed about the same so uh, i'll be honest i go with nick at number 10 he didn't have a good week um last week he obviously scored in the 70s against you not the lowest score of the week though let me tell you (laughs) insane Um, insane uh this team's not good it's one in seven now there's not a bright spot odell beckham jr is not even going to play like I, i don't think his future's weird like He's not good anymore. He's just, he's irrelevant. I don't even know why I'm talking about him. It kind of makes me mad that I'm talking about him. It's going to be really bad, but I'll try to go on a positive note. Brian Edwards might get more targets. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, he definitely might.
0: I don't want to talk about why, (laughs) but he might get more targets. So Mm. I guess good for you, Nick.
1: That's another good reason for Alex to get more picks, for sure. <laughs> he, did lose oh, a, God. he did lose a young uh, young player this week, unfortunately.
0: Put this man in jail for life.
1: Yeah, so sad. It's really sad. Such a bad, it's, it's such just a, just sad, a really sad situation. Yeah, geez. Just but, awful. But, yeah, he he deserves it. I don't expect him to be does. back in the NFL. So
0: No, I mean, some uh, of the other stuff is one thing. This is he literally killed somebody
1: yep and he was being very dumb while doing so so like yeah there's no way you could twist it to make him look good um at all i mean it's not
0: intentional but it's still like so irresponsible oh yeah so anyway not let's nick is 10
1: (laughs) yeah my 10 too i'll I'll make it quick. Maybe I'll, I'll talk about Nick made some like good messages this week. I will say I like discussion in this league and he did bring up our tanking rules for this year and like how it did feel weird that we I feel bad for like, kind of like jokingly pressuring him into playing Emmanuel Sanders and then he scored zero. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for that <laughs> uh, because he, I mean, he was going to play Rager and I don't think Rager did much anyways, so it doesn't really matter, but yeah, I just want to say sorry to Nick. For, I'll, I'll quote it with the 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 uh, the tanking jokes. Do seem to put some pressure on people to like set their lineups differently. Um, and I don't think Rager and Sanders is like that big of a deal. Um, besides that, yeah, Nick's still got a rough situation here with the with a rough team. Interesting. I'd be interested to see if he. I think he's got like some valuable people here still that he could trade to. There are six teams that are fighting for playoffs. You, you could trade to any of the, one of those people. Some of them have draft picks left. I don't, unfortunately. But I think someone like Robert Woods, especially, is someone Kareem you could. Uh, yeah, Kareem Hunt. Melvin Gordon still somehow scoring points. Um Like, yeah, I think it's time. I, I, I think Nick looks, looks forward here to the trade deadline, and he says, okay, like, who, who can I sell to? What can I sell? I just sold Robert Woods in another league where I am officially starting to tank in my dynasty league um i'm very happy with the results so yeah.
0: yeah i i would absolutely sell robert woods i would sell if you can get some anything from melvin gordon like a second round pick i'd take it mm-hmm. i don't care like he is literally gonna be dead next year take a <laughs> second round pick for him he is irrelevant next year he will yep. not be playing football i can almost guarantee it and if he is, it's going to be like the last few years of LaShawn McCoy. Just disappointing, and like he's in the league. Like Le'Veon Bell, for example. That's what Melvin Gordon's going to be next year. Yeah, Get rid of him. Get something. That okay. that would be my best advice. Um. Yeah. Uh, anyway, number nine, I'm going with Tom. That's where he wants to be, even though this team is clearly better than number nine if he wanted it to be. Um, I like what this team is doing. I I just I I continue to praise Tom for what he's doing. Jamar Chase is so, something special. I mean, he's the number three receiver on the season. As a rookie, he's the number one receiver in dynasty right now. Mm-hmm. He really is. He's uh, he's ahead of you know Devonte Adams and Tyreek Hill in my book. He's ahead of Justin Jefferson. He's ahead of CeeDee Lamb, whoever else you want to throw in there. He's the number one dynasty receiver. Mm-hmm. This guy's that good. He commands targets. He's, I think he's off to like the best start ever by a rookie. Um, so, congrats, Tom. You it fell into your lap, and you have it stacked with Burrow, who's having a good year. It's going to be really interesting what he's going to do with Ridley. Um, I've inquired a little bit with him, and I don't think he even really knows where he's at with Ridley. So, Really interesting situation that he just walked away from football. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, the have we ever seen anything like Ridley? Like I haven't seen too many football players step away like this or for like it's. I don't know the specifics of Ridley. From what I know, it seems like a something to do with his mental. Which is, I haven't seen it much. I see it a lot in esports, to be honest. (laughs) Um, But. Yeah, I haven't seen it much in like football or, or regular sports. So very interesting. I also have Tom at nine. You know what? I just thought it'd be interesting. One of these episodes to also to either replace this with with dynasty rankings for one week. If the power rankings haven't like changed much. It'd be cool to just do a dynasty power rankings one week. Yeah, I'd like that. Because I think Tom would for sure be like in my top three. Um, his mm-hmm. His team dynasty wise is set up for amazing success. No doubt about it. Uh, but yeah, he will continue to lose, uh, as of right now, because his entire team is injured or taking a break or I have no clue what they're, they're, they're following his instructions. That's all I know.
0: Yeah, they are following his instructions to a T he jokingly just put in the chat, um, like naeem hines is trying way too hard I gotta put it, attach him to the hip with michael thomas and calvin ridley at practice he's got to learn the culture here
1: 19 points for hines <laughs> way too much for hines thomas hating it um oh my god it's 42 16 when did this happen
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's bad and jonathan taylor is exploding so mm. great love to see that if you're me
1: God, Mike White, he was looking so good. He would have made this a game.
0: It's a shame that Mike White got taken out of this game. Yeah. Luckily, I started Elijah Moore in another league
1: he's having a good game believe it
0: or not he's having a great game <laughs> i don't know anyway, why you
1: started him wow that's okay. i'm an, that's an idiot a...
0: <laughs> well apparently i'm really smart so you should listen to all my fantasy advice uh, jack trade jonathan taylor he stings
1: <laughs> to me to michael
0: to, to me for <laughs> miles sanders
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a great trade
0: great trade okay uh, um so where was i oh yeah right. Next in the power rankings uh i put alex at eight um and uh I, I, I we talked about his trade we kind of talked about his team a little bit so i don't think there's really anything else to say about alex he's money balling his way trying to get a win trying to get some more wins here he's already got two which is great for him uh like what he's doing alex is at eight
1: yeah alex also my um you know, I thought he had more of a chance to compete before, obviously with Patterson and Marquise Brown on his team. But uh, still, might be able to put up some good amount of points. He's still got some good players out here, you know, who, who put Not up points. Not this week. <laughs> Not this week. Okay. Mm-mm. Uh, that's fine. Um, yeah, he's he's still riding it out. He's got a lot of draft picks now. I am I'm excited for what Alex can do next year and going forward for sure. But eight for now for him
0: yep uh next i have quinn quinn just kidding i have uh
1: charlie <laughs> quinn just threw his phone on the ground and he stopped. Listening. i had to do it to him <laughs> <laughs> he just started crying <laughs> like, quinn talks
0: so much trash after that win
1: <laughs> seven what
0: <laughs> you got moved down quinn oh i, I got charlie here at seven um, I, I like what this team is doing in some ways, not a lot. Um, fortunately, Jamal Williams is injured. Chris, Chris Godwin and Matt Caff are on bye. Monty still on IR. So some things are bad, but overall this team is doing just fine. It's hanging in there. He's going to keep trying. I still, well, he shouldn't tank cause he already gave away his first round pick. Thanks, Charlie. Um, just go get
1: it. Go get it back.
0: You could go get it back for the right price. You could get it back. Just send me Metcalf. And Just send him the yours.
1: same. Send him the exact same trade back. That's only fair, right?
0: Um. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Sure. <laughs> Just send it right back. Don't even think about how Jameis Winston <laughs> tore his ACL and might be done for his career. Yeah. I'll take it back. Yeah. Um. But trade, anyway,
1: trade looking even sadder every day, man
0: finally pulled off a win in a trade haven't had a win in a trade in a while anyway um no this team's fine it's gonna have a tough week this week without its two superstars but charlie's gonna keep fighting and you know honestly i better watch my tail because this guy's coming for me he's won two in a row after being 0-6 and man if he takes my playoff spot i'm gonna be sad
1: (laughs) yeah honestly i was i was just thinking to myself because i have charlie here too like if he had a better record would i have him here Because he has been playing very well the past two weeks. Um, And his team is looking, like, up. And there's a lot of upside for a lot of his starters here. Um, It's very unfortunate that Winston and Tanyan both, like, in the IR here, heading out. But you got Cooper. Metcalf is, like, getting scary. Um, And then Godwin, of course. Damian Harris is looking really good this year. Sad I didn't keep him. Um, and then Michael Carter in that Jets, that fierce Jets offense. He's having not a great day to day so far, um, but that's because Mike White's not. And if Mike White was in, ooh, Michael Carter would. Oh be yeah, Michael going. Carter would be going off. Yeah, Charlie. No, I team.
0: like Michael Carter. He's yes, looking same. good.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I, yeah, Charlie's team yeah, overall looking good. And as I said before, if he was be- better than two and six, I might put him somewhere else. To be honest. Um, but right now he's still two and six and he has a long way to go before he can even be considered in the playoff race. Like our top six is almost like stamped in basically in this league.
0: Essentially, but we'll see. Um, I've got myself at six. This is not a good team right now. This team has been struggling. I've lost three in a row. Um, I'm not healthy and it, it stinks that I have to play Kadarius Tony. I hate that. Um, I lost Devontae Adams this week. Hoping to get him back this week. So um, I think that'll help. Looking like Kittle's going to come back. So that should help. Assuming, I'll be honest, he's going to have to earn that spot back because Kosicki has played lights out. I mean, he's the number four tight end on the season. He had a quote-unquote bad week last week. He still had eight points. Like, for a tight end, that's not bad. So um i'm gonna have to see it from from uh kittle before he's back in the lineup actually he might come in the flex <laughs> <laughs> it might might be starting the two tight end formation here john Could it's happen. gonna be awesome
1: yeah
0: we're going i we're running the eye this week we need a change in culture we're running the football on the eye formation <laughs> all it. right that's what we're doing changing <laughs> game plan tart common number yeah. six
1: <laughs> yeah you're my number six too um yeah, I think this is like a weakness we pointed out at the beginning of the year is like it definitely in comparison to me and Chris, you just didn't have that depth and it's just showing itself now, right? Like it, the, the injuries are coming in and you don't have much to, to put in once they happen, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, still still a lot of good players here. I realized like, like I find myself consistently not rooting for Herbert because I traded him to you for nothing. And I'm just like, no, that guy's not good. But then I realized, like, oh, I need him to be good because Mike Williams sucks these past couple weeks when Herbert's been doing nothing. So I need Herbert to be good again, Michael, please. Um, I'm doing my best. We're trying to talk to him in practice. (laughs) He's just got to get that
0: confidence back. He doesn't have the pieces around him right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, he also was facing two very hard defenses. Um, So that'll do it to you, for sure. Even Josh Allen uh, has some trouble against New England. Um, and Baltimore teams like that, which is true. uh um, Carson Wentz is starting to push him for that starting spot, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it, I guess. Um, uh, but yeah, you still will be competing. I mean, is, this team's injured now, but honestly, like, unless something monumental happens, like, you're pretty much locked in for playoffs here, Michael. And if your team's healthy come playoff time, it's as scary as any of the rest of the six here to make playoffs. You, you could easily just have a really good three weeks win it all, no doubt.
0: We will see. Number five, who you
1: got, John? Chris. Brenton. Wow. Opolis. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Holy cow. I mean, he deserved he had a fifty one pointer. What what top four team ever puts up fifty one points? I can't was that it. the lowest in league history? I don't think so I think it was I think it was like a four, natural 40 something from someone I have no clue how. um I wish sleeper had that they have highest scores they don't have lowest uh, but I believe it was a 40 it's below actual lowest score is someone tanking before we implemented the rules
0: um okay we gotta find highest score of a or lowest score of a team that um, actually was trying was trying i'll I'll try to look this up while you talk about them
1: yeah uh but chris he scored 51 this week <laughs> um and let's be honest like his team hasn't looked scary um in a while he obviously he's he's been scoring a lot of points still but he's still been looking like beatable he hasn't been the top scorer in since forever I feel like um and I think this week is just proof that his team is not bulletproof. Um, Kyler Murray is not going to be insanely scary every week as what we've um, seen this week. And we saw when he faced San Francisco and Jacksonville. Um, and the depth is hurting him as well as the injuries are hurting him. Um, McCaffrey might finally be back this week, which is great for him. But Barkley, like just when he was coming back, tested positive for COVID. Like you hate to see that. that. Isn't when the- he going to play this week? Um, the latest news is he's not looking good for a return. Okay. Um, it said, okay, so it was a false positive COVID-19 result and Joe Judge did not sound optimistic when discussing his chances of returning. So I'm guessing this has more to do with his injury than, than the false positive.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, which is sad, obviously. Uh, maybe they wanted him at practice when he couldn't be there because of his COVID test, and now he didn't get enough work. I don't know. But, yeah, Chris is still going to be dealing with these injuries, unfortunately. Um, but, like I said with you, obviously insanely scary at full strength. Did Agreed
0: you read f- in what you said that he's insanely scary at full strength. Despite your win, I have you at five. I'm wow. Sorry, the Derrick Henry injury has um insane. It's brought you down to earth for me. I'm sorry, John. Th- he I was I that for five. me.
1: He was that much to move me down f- to five. My God, I moved you down to five. All um, right, all right. I am not.
0: Cordell Patterson has to prove me wrong, but I think there could be a falling out party coming pretty soon. Mm. i really do I, I think this has been a great run for cordell it's been fantastic the, the man is amazing he's doing good things cool stuff but now they get into kind of the meat of their schedule new orleans dallas new england yes Jacksonville's in there tampa bay <laughs> carolina san francisco these are good defenses i'm not a believer he's gonna have to prove me wrong um you got, you're getting Darren Waller back, which is nice, but uh, you know, hopefully to full strength. I don't know, man. I just think Derrick Henry does more for you than you realize. And um, although AJ Brown has looked better, I think this team is fantastic. But they're fifth uh, in a list of elites.
1: Yeah, makes sense. I mean, everyone else is really good, obviously. I mean, luckily enough, if Patterson's not good, this week I have Mike Evans and James Robinson on the bench. Um, I think Patterson will be not starting for me in a normal week, hopefully. We'll see. We will see what happens. Uh, Who is four for you? Four is... Man, this is where it gets hard. Anthony. Okay. Um, Anthony... Is another one of those teams who I think I like. If I were rating his team on like player names alone, like I would kind of put him high, but I don't know. He's having some consistency issues here with a lot of his players, obviously, specifically Mr. Mahomes, who it doesn't look like Mr. Mahomes out there looks like some random scrub, as we've joked about on this podcast for a couple of weeks now, which is sad. Um. I mean, he's it's it's good that some of his like flex spots, like bringing Herbert in, definitely hasn't been bad for him. But yeah, in these bye weeks where um, he's had to play some of these players like Sutton, like it's just been it's not been ideal for Anthony. Luckily, he's got Mitchell, who's doing really well. Lockett finally did better, so it, it's still going to be hard to start Lockett because of how inconsistent he is, but. Yeah, Anthony's still got some insane talent on this team. His biggest issue is consistency, for sure. I mean, he scored 95 last week against... He beat Chris, but they both scored not great amounts.
0: Yeah, both not showing great performances. I move Chris down to four here. Um, That is a right-now ranking. I think this team is still very good, has a lot of upside... But what we're seeing now is that his depth is not panning out the way we thought it would. So Josh Jacobs, for example, has been just fine, but very much just fine. Um, he, he's been hurt, but when he's on the field, he's pretty solid. Um, Mike Davis is not the player we thought he was going to be, honestly. Um, he, you know, Hopkins and Murray are both kind of banged up, and they're getting into tougher parts of the schedule. They have good teams and good defenses coming up. I mean, they, sure, they popped against Houston, and they popped against Jacksonville, and Minnesota, and Tennessee. Bad defenses. Now they're getting to the San Francisco, Carolina, Seattle, Chicago, Los Angeles. These are good defenses, and they're kind of coming back down to earth a little bit. I still think Mark Andrews is having a fantastic season. Um, Justin Jefferson is up and down a little bit. Not quite the second-year breakout we thought he was going to have, and the same kind of bold's true of CeeDee Lamb. So this team has a ton of upside. Still think they're pretty good, but not um, not quite living up to the hype just yet at this point, so I'm at four.
1: Yeah, thought this team was going to be scary good, but not really. Um, all right. Five and three. Three, I have Jack, Mr. Jack Reith, who's on a five, five-game win streak, probably get probably gonna be six. He's facing Nick and already has 35 points from Jonathan Taylor. Um, so yeah, he's been just rolling through this league since he joined, basically. Um and he's been looking really good. Well, there's I mean, god, this Debo Samuels still super consistent. Jonathan Taylor, such a great asset um we saw it last week we of course are seeing it this week um stop stop i mean he, he got a win last week he only scored 108 his team wasn't even looking that good last week to be honest but his his team's still super scary that was in like a travis kelsey off week he's even had some injuries where i think he's had to play some starts that he hasn't wanted to really um but overall, yeah, I mean, you got Elijah Moore popping off on his bench this week, too. He, he's looking good. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, Jack's team's looking good. Um, and he's obviously benefited from a, a nice five-game winning streak here to be uh, to be in that top three in the standings right now.
0: Jack's doing fantastic. Um, I'm going to talk about Anthony here at number three. Anthony has filled out his lineup, in my opinion. I think he's finally got everything he needs. He's got a little bit more depth now that he has um, Tyler Lockett kind of in the background here, where I think he kind of should be, and then Cortland Sutton. So on a championship team, you've got Cortland Sutton and Tyler Lockett waiting in the wings. Um, Lockett obviously needs Russell back, but Elijah Mitchell looks really good. He's even got his backup behind him in Trey Sermon. Anthony looks locked and loaded. I'm not worried about Mahomes. I'm really not. I think he's going to figure it out. Even though I don't think the Chiefs are very good, I think Mahomes is going to figure it out. Kamara and Chubb are studs at the top. Diggs keeps getting better. He's figuring this thing out. Um, So, yeah, I, I really think... Anthony's got his lineup set. I don't even want to talk about Najee Harris because I've talked about him enough. I, I think he's fantastic. He, he's absolutely ridiculous. And here we go again. Here comes Anthony. I think this could be, could very well be the, his year. Um, but uh, I put him at three. Damn. Now I. I sorry. I'm gonna put Anthony at two. I'm <laughs> changing my ranking. Right. The more I look at it, the more I think about it. Anthony's two for me apologies i'll talk about my number three in a second <laughs> just talk about them now
1: then go go to your three and i'll, I'll go to my two all right
0: quinn is three um <laughs> quinn has a fantastic team but looking at it it's just not as good as anthony's um because of the flex positions eckler elliott cup Thielen, like probably as good of a four as you have in as anywhere in the league um these guys are fantastic they're pretty awesome and uh, Quinn's got a really good team. He doesn't have the tight end position that Anthony does, though. And I don't think he has the flex positions that Anthony does or the depth. So while I really like Quinn's team and he's 6-2, which is fantastic for him, I'm going to move him down to 3 behind Anthony.
1: Uh, yeah, I got, I got Quinn at 2. Um, I agree. that at 3? Right, right, no, I said my 3 was Jack. Jack, sorry. And my, yeah, my two is Quinn. And I agree about his flex is not the best, but like the, from, uh, from Thielen up, Thielen Cup, Eckler, Elliott, Stafford, good enough to just, good and consistent enough this year to just, I mean, Cup is just unstoppable. The Stafford to Cup connection is just, it, it's going to be a league winner for a lot of people this year, and it could be for Quinn. Um, it's it's just the stack this year, and I'm so sad I gave away Cup. But yeah, it's it, Quinn's still looking good, still getting wins. Um, and I don't know if I've said it before, but this top six is all super even for me, so it's pretty interchangeable. I'm just going with who's pretty hot right now, and I think Quinn's one of the hotter teams.
0: Wow. That means I know who your number one is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was your wow. number five. You lose Derrick Henry. Yeah, because. And I you're th- still number one. I think my team's still good. I think my team's still pretty good without Henry. I, I still scored 120 last week without Derrick Henry doing well at all. He only scored eight points. I didn't really need him. And I just got um, Marquise Brown and Patterson to add depth where I needed it. Now I don't have to start some idiot every week that I have buys or whatever. I think it's still fine. I think I'm still gonna be good. I think my team won't have the ceiling it usually does, but like I don't need to score like two eighty, which is what Derrick Henry was helping me do or whatever. Um I, I still can score 230 to two two twenty to two thirty and win games. So or not two. One one twenty to one thirty and ten and win games. So um in this league where everyone's super close, I, I, I think I don't know. I think the Henry Henry made me obviously a definitive number one. But right now, I don't think I think everyone's having issues to the point where it's like, I don't know if there's someone I could put over me. I think my team still has the most consistent starting lineup without Henry in it, even though I think someone like Cook has been pretty inconsistent this year. Um, I think I have a lot of positives. AJ Brown is absolutely popping off now and I think will continue to pop off. Going forward, um, Joe Mixon had a really good week. Um, and I think getting, getting Patterson and Marquise Brown were were absolutely huge for me in weeks like this where Robinson's going to be hurt, probably. And I have someone like Mike Evans on a bye, um, which is, I, I think that was all I needed after Henry got out, to be honest. so
0: Okay. Uh, don't disagree with anything there. I think, like you said, I. I personally think the top five is really close. I think I'm in a tier of my own at this point, just because of the injuries. I like think if I get healthy, I'm right there. Right now, I put Jack number one because he deserves it. He really does. It's uh, I'm I mean, I'll be honest. My rankings are probably more like college football playoff rankings on like most deserving team <laughs> versus like best team power rankings. So that's partially on me, uh, but I think Jack deserves this. He's one. Um, five in a row going to be six. He's got a fantastic top four with Daryl Henderson, Jonathan Taylor, DJ Moore, Debo Samuel. And then uh, let's just call it big five. Cause he got Travis Kelsey in there too. So absolutely fantastic team on Jack's end. I think he's done. He hasn't had to do much because this is a team he inherited, but he's <laughs> done just enough. Um, So I I love what this four is going to do for him. I think this is a really good team, and it's as good as anybody right now. And honestly, I had this before Jonathan Taylor started popping, which still just absolutely pains me. But here we are, and this team's really good. I, I like the way it's heading. I like what he's doing with it. So here he
1: is. He deserves it. Number one is Jack. Yeah. I agree. Like I, I don't know. It's so hard. As I said, I have so, this year has been the hardest year for power rankings for me personally. I, like, I think I've had trouble with like between like maybe two or three teams at most in previous years. I legit had trouble between six, the top six entirely. Like I was, I was like, adding, I could easily move Michael up to number one on if he's healthy or anything like that. You know, um, like I, I, I do think. This top six are all super even, super duper even. Um, And it's going to be so much fun going down the stretch here to see who wins these key games and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a really tight race um, for buys, for everything. Mm. I mean, right now I think we technically have Quinn at the top of the standings. If anyone wants to make a bet with me, and I don't know if you noticed this, John, you see the difference between uh anthony and jack right now
1: um and what points for points four. yeah no there is no difference i don't i don't see the difference because there is none michael it's,
0: there is no difference it's the even. same 983.22 each yep <laughs> yeah. i have more points four than them yeah and look at chris and me in points four.
1: oh my god so even
0: we're off by 1.98 on the season. Man. I unfortunately have had more points against, but like, you know, no excuses. It's just, it's, that's how fantasy goes. That's how things roll. Oh, yeah. Um, so, it's crazy. This has been insanity. Absolutely nuts. So, anyway, um pretty awesome that we've had this much parody like i like it and i definitely wouldn't like it if i wasn't having fun with college football right now <laughs> if college football was going poorly i'd definitely be pissed but it's not so i'm still having fun with this uh, i don't mind being sixth if that if makes the league better because i love this league it's my favorite league by far
1: agreed uh, this is the only one i uh, this is the only one I get out of bed for, Michael. This is this is what I'm paying attention to. I do I'm facing I'm facing Chris this week. He has one of my players that I have in another league. I don't care. I'm I'm rooting against him. I don't want that player to score. Right? That's a, That's how it goes. I love this. No, league. I,
0: I agree with you.
1: I have a league that's
0: got double the more than double the buy-in of this league, and I still root for players in this league more. Yeah. Like I don't care. I, I'd rather win in this league. It is not about the money for me in this league. We could play for free and I would still get pretty into it. Same, honestly. Like, it very different than basketball. But yeah, <laughs> no, this is, this is the best league. This is so much fun. There's so much parity right now. Like, so many different teams that all have a strategy. And I absolutely love it. So,
1: same. I don't, I don't think there are too many dynasty leagues with like this many, like, elite level teams that could possibly win. Um, I think there's a lot of disparity usually in those leagues or it's like top heavy with like two very good teams or anything like that so i i I love it and while i yeah while i wish
0: that jack was a little more active it we have great owners in this league yeah i think every owner knows what they're doing and like has a plan which is
1: pretty cool agreed agreed um, I think we got a pretty solid league of 10 here mm-hmm. um, anyway
0: just want to say that
1: yeah heartfelt moments on' on the pod um,
0: very heartfelt we love this league hell yeah even
1: though I've lost three in a row still love this league that's that's only one beer in folks <laughs> <laughs> um, all right let's uh let's predict uh week nine and our job got easier even easier than it already was in one of these matchups, Michael. So let's uh, predict Jack versus Nick. Um, they were It was 0-0 at the beginning of this game. There might have been a chance for Nick, um, even though I, I don't think I would have given, given it to him at all. And now it's 35-0, and I definitely don't think <laughs> I would give him a chance to win this game.
0: No, Nick's going to lose. I, I wanted to, like, make some hot takey argument there, there is no hot take Jack's gonna win Nick's gonna lose sorry
1: yeah it's and, and Jack I think is uh very much enjoying the fact that Dak maybe took a, a rest week last week because uh Rogers has COVID and um he's not vaccinated he does the wonky shit Michael he he loves the he, he loves to get vaccinated in different ways um rub shit on he his he was body. immunized <laughs> yeah immunized exactly God, <laughs> get this fruit ball. I'm so
0: sick of him. I, I am. I love the Packers. Even though they're Rogers good? Is, Rodgers is so annoying. He, he's just so annoying. Like, I'm done.
1: Yeah, he's, I'm done with him. He's such an annoying person. I agree. And that's a summary. Like, I Packers, was
0: so. I was Team Rodgers all summer. All summer I was vouching for this guy. I was like, look, he deserves it. He's been the franchise I'm done with him. I don't care. We can lose. We can lose. That's fine. We'll find another quarterback. Yeah. Like
1: Jordan Love's going to show up Give me Carson Wentz. Jordan Love's going to show up big. All right. You're going to love this love guy, Michael. I'll tell you what. I picked him up. If
0: Jordan loves good, that's fantastic. <laughs> send Ship Rogers out of town. Put him in a, like a truck. Put him in the back of a truck. Send him to Denver. He can walk out in the mountains and be his weird hippie self and just <laughs> go on his way.
1: Yeah. The thing is the Packers are really We're good, so Michael. Sick of and him. Me. Yeah. I my, I think the Packers are super We're bowl fine. super bowl contenders to be honest. So. <laughs> but, but 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 Rogers is weird. I I agree. This is the year where I felt very weird about Rodgers. The minute he like stepped out, he looked like an old man. And I was very confused. I was like, what has he been doing? But he looks just like he aged 20 years. Um, maybe that's his um, immunizations that are doing that. But in-house. Uh. All
0: right. Quinn uh, plays against Tom this week. Tom is tanking, but we do have a little bit of bias that he already has 19 points in this matchup. Mm-hmm. John, what do you think? You think Tom pulls this off?
1: Let me see these matchups here. Joseph Burrow against Cleveland. Ooh, bengals Cleveland's going to be a fun game in Cincy. You um,
0: know the Bengals are going to be looking for a bounce back after a <laughs> loss to the Jets.
1: I mean, but it's a, the Mike White Jets, so it's kind of like losing to, like, Tom Brady in 08 or whatever. <laughs> um sure <laughs> so it's not that big of a hit to their morals is what i'm saying yeah,
0: actually not an upset at all they yeah. saw mike white was in and jets were instantly a four-point favorite
1: yeah the the head coach brought i don't know really, who's the head coach of the bangles why do i not know who the head coach of the bangles is zach taylor zach taylor brought him into the to the locker room after and was just like well guys that was expected, I'll be honest. It was Mike White over there. We played better than I than I ever could have imagined. It was a close game. I, good fight out there, boys. Good fight against the Jets, the Mike White Jets. Um, Mike White Jets. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, the Colts getting super lucky. They don't have to face the Mike White Jets. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's see the rest of these matchups. Claypool gets Chicago. Ben Roethlisberger might just die. Um, he might get killed. Uh, which would be helpful for Claypool. Um, I say
0: that every week.
1: <laughs> honestly, if if Ben dies in the middle of this game, I might Claypool might put up forty. Um, I don't know who the Steelers back. So Claypool, is. yeah, looks good. <laughs> Claypool looks good, but that's it's good for Claypool. That's me betting on the fact that uh, Khalil Mack kills Ben Roethlisberger in the first quarter, uh, which could happen um okay Tom starting as nico collins? i think that's
0: gonna happen with 11 minutes left in the first quarter does tom not
1: have someone else to start besides nico collins are we calling him out on a tank here robbie Anderson, marquez calloway all of these guys dawson knox <laughs> it's not Is knox coming back he's missing practices not looking, oh. not looking good for the knox man I mean, I guess... Nico Collins? Really, Tom? I mean, I guess Tom could argue that Nico Collins did outscore K.J. Osborne, Marquez Calloway, and Robbie Anderson last week.
0: Fine. (laughs) Let him do what he
1: wants. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, it's not that much better of a start than any of these guys, I guess. Or or not that much worse, I mean. Uh, Yeah, all all this to say, I think Quinn's going to win.
0: upset oh boy tom wins both sides are gonna be pissed it's gonna be great uh jamar chase is going off against cleveland he's gonna score 30 um this is a week where Elliott gets slowed down because denver's got a good defense even without von miller and uh yeah let's uh upset win tom's lost five in a row law of averages he's coming back mm. and uh quinn's gonna lose <laughs> it's gonna be great <laughs>
1: i could see i could see tennessee uh pulling off what they did against the chiefs kind of just make matt stafford look like a pat mahomes this week um and then yeah quinn just puts up zero because of that um ooh, quinn got quinn's That's the one
0: weird that, sentence <laughs>
1: <laughs> quinn's the one that got mcnichols This might be a good week actually for Quinn, because I think this might be the last good week for McNichols before Peterson starts to take over. To be honest, that's my prediction. McNichols good this week,
0: quote unquote, take over.
1: And then Peterson will be better than McNichols starting next week. That's my prediction. Uh, We'll
0: see. I'm going with Tom. All right. All right. Um, (laughs) let's go with Anthony versus Charlie. Um, Charlie is has a few really tough starts this week. He's starting Mark Ingram, he's starting David Njoku for reasons, and he's starting Van Jefferson. So, um, all that to say, I'm going with Anthony. Big win, pretty easily.
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Charlie's got some sad starts this week because he have like oh, he has Godwin and Metcalf on by. Yeah, that'll do it for Charlie right there. I'll, I'll call it. Um... Yeah, Anthony should win this week. He's got basically all his starters here. So, yeah, he has all his starters. Yeah, Anthony should win. If Anthony doesn't win, this will be... he has got He's dipping in my power rankings.
0: Agreed. He, he would deserve to. Um, let's go with myself versus Alex next. Um, Alex is off to a good start with Michael Pittman. But after this trade, I think Alex's depth has um, shrunk a little bit despite um myself being on a terrible streak i think i'm gonna pull this off this week i'm gonna i'm gonna say i win this game it's gonna be close low scoring ugly exactly what you expect out of a team starting two tight ends
1: (laughs) uh yeah i think michael bounces back this week uh yeah after alex made that trade yeah he's kind of He's kind of screwed. He could pull off a nice little upset here. I mean, if if Barkley doesn't play, Booker's been looking nice. Gore, I guess he picked up off the waiver, scored a touchdown last week, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There could be a sneaky yep. upset in here, but I doubt it. Um, and then is this game of the week?
0: All right. Evers game Curse? of the week. By far. Rice Bowl. Oh, yeah. By far game of the week.
1: Rice Bowl rematch, John versus Chris. Exciting, exciting stuff. Um, coming off some bad news for both yep, teams. Big and,
0: rematch here. Um, coming off two very good teams, both at five and three.
1: Oof. Yeah, one of these teams will be five and four, and most likely gonna just go to that six, go to that sixth spot in the standings if if things play out like we said they would. Um, which would be sad.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be weird.
1: Oh, yeah. Um.
0: You know, this is going to be really odd since uh, I did just rank Chris over you, but looking at his matchups, if Barkley doesn't play, he's really limited at running back, so I'm going to go with you to win this game, and I think you're going to win it pretty comfortably. I don't think Chris has a great week with Mike Davis in the backfield. And the Cardinals have to play San Francisco and neither Hopkins nor Murray practiced so far this week. Yeah. So we'll see, but that's not a good sign.
1: Not a good start to the week. And last time they played San Francisco was was not a great week for Murray. I don't know about Hopkins though, it didn't look uh it was a good week for Hopkins. Um I do like how it's Mike Davis versus Cordell Patterson in the lineup right now. Mike, I, am, I like to imagine Davis is just kind of cool. He, he's, he's furiously jealous of Patterson and how good he is this year. Um, but yeah, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I got a double. I, I fought for myself this week on the podcast, so I will continue to fight for myself. I'm winning this week. I'm being Chris. I'm getting a huge win. Keeping myself in the, in the race on top of the race for the buys here I, I think this this is a pretty important win for in the race for the buys because besides me and Chris, like everything's looking like a pretty easy week for for their teams fighting for buys. So um, the loser here could lose out pretty big and get two games back of that top spot, which would be sad. Um, so I, I hope I pull out this win. I don't think my matchups are like insanely good or anything. Besides Josh Allen versus Jacksonville. Um, but I, I still think I can uh, pull out the win when Chris has some, some very important injuries still here.
0: I would agree. Uh, Going to be a heck of a week for you two. Uh, it's odd that the other, you know, five or four teams rather in the top six aren't complaining each other at all, which um, is nice for me because I need a little bit of an easier week to try to kickstart the second half of this season. We will see, though. Oh, yeah. it's
1: Oh, yeah.
0: It's gonna be interesting.
1: Anything could happen.
0: Yeah, anything could happen. We will see. Um, best of luck to everybody this week. It's gonna be fun. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get the ship back rolling with Gasicki's guys and the two tight end set. Get ready. It's gonna be a lot of fullback dives, a lot of handoffs. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Tuck coming.